Welcome to episode 43 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey. Mostly struggles. Especially lately. (laughs) I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. And we're actually together once again. Touching knees. Touching knees. Doing a podcast together. After spending a long day together, actually. We we met at the range this morning at 9 a.m. Sharp. Well, we met at the range at 8.30. You didn't show up till 9. I didn't show up till 9. I just, it was, it was, probably, it was, it was like maybe at 10 after 9 because I got stuck behind. I got stuck behind people. This, tri- this drives me nuts. It's like a 55-mile-an-hour road that we're on, and I got stuck behind people doing 35, 40, and, yeah. they, and they pass That's a trigger. speed limit signs. And I'm like, oh, I'm sure they just saw the speed limit sign. They should speed up now. And nothing. Nope. So, and of course, I had to stop and get gas, stop up and pick water for everybody. And I think it's Ohio, because when I crossed the border from Pennsylvania to Ohio, I swear it took an extra half hour. And I told that to Paul, because I crashed at Black Iron Gunner's house for the night, and then kind of followed him out to the range to shoot with everybody today. But on the way to his house, as soon as I got into Ohio, I got behind everybody slow, and it was driving me nuts. Because it was pretty hot. I think it's I don't know. I think it's a Thursday morning workflow. It was nuts. Which the range is out in the middle of nowhere. Nobody works out there. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so we met at the range today. We had who else we have? Oh, Dusty came out, obviously. We had Rick from Achilles Tactics join us. Paul, like you said, um, and Greg Hampton, Hammer Five Five Six, uh, who does who does some photography and, and videography. He's all, he's, his main job is he's a cop, but he does the uh, video stuff on the side. He's super good at it, and he's local, so I try to use him when I can. And we have a new product coming out next Friday, so we thought that we would... I, I, I wanted to have him come out and do some video, and Jerry came when all I showed away. up, I was like, hey, you guys are on the range with cameras, so here we are. <laughs> Bring me. <laughs> Jared also met us, and we got some video for uh, a couple of new products that he's also coming out with. So it was a good day. Yeah, we, uh, I think so. We were – the forecast was not looking great last night, and when I woke up this morning, it was still not great, but it was better. And really, I mean, it poured on us hard for a total of maybe 30 minutes or so throughout the day. We were yeah. – and we – Honestly, by the time we got started filming and stopped just chit-chatting and screwing around and stuff, it was probably 10 yeah, or so. Yeah, probably a little later, because I, I feel like we got a, a pretty slow start at the beginning, but I was drinking my coffee, and I had a breakfast sandwich and stuff, so I I don't know. I wasn't pushing hard to get stuff done, and I, I kind of went into it without having a very structured plan. I just kind of came here and was like, you know what, whatever videos we get, and whatever we do, it's going to be better than me on the range alone with a tripod. So I just tried to you know, keep that in mind. And in typical Greg fashion, I was completely opposite. And I had certain times in mind that I wanted to make sure that we... Well, because... Um, so my goal was like from 9 to nine to noon, we would do my stuff and break for lunch for about an hour. And then like 1 to 4 do stuff for you but i didn't i didn't didn't know exactly what all we needed i was like i was like i don't think i need three hours of of time you probably don't either but if we do need three hours or more then we need to get going so at 10 10 10 30 or so i was i was like come on guys we need to get get going and 
um, I, I tend to try to, it, it, because I, because I have people there that like you drove six hours to be there. I've got Paul who took a day off work to be there. I've got, um, I've got Greg and Rick who, who worked at, you know, who work grave night shifts and stuff like that. They're out there during the day when normally they'd be sleeping and stuff. So I've got a lot of people out on the range that day or today that I felt kind of responsible for making sure that I wasn't wasting anybody's time. That's always my biggest worry is I, I try to be a good steward of people's time and I really don't want to waste anybody's time. But uh, we ended up having plenty of time. We were done with everything by like yeah, one we thirty-two. We were goofing off, kind of just shooting and having. Well, Dusty was totally goofing off. He's goofed off the whole time. What did he call it? Trunk Dusty or something like that? Uh, truck Dusty, I think. Right? Trun- I no, know. Trunk yeah. Dusty. It wasn't a trunk anyway? Something like that. All I remember is Dusty getting out of some trunk, and I saw a rifle. I don't know. After that, I'm not yeah. sure what happened. But we all survived. There, so there was there was quite a few shenanigans. In fact, I got a video. So we had so I have a I have a Verdict's commuter sling bag uh, that I had my nine mil AR in, and uh, and well, it was raining out, so Dusty had this this very pretty umbrella. It was super cute. And so we got a video of him, like you know, doing the dramatic sling rip open normally every video that we see is somebody grabbing a gun out of it right some carbine or well he grabs an umbrella out and pops it up and i don't know it was stuff like that but we had a good time uh we stayed drier than i thought we were going to be i really thought we were going to be soaked to the bone i texted everybody at 6 30 this morning hey bring bring extra clothes yeah and yeah paul told me in the morning he's like hey it's gonna rain all day i was like what i didn't bring any because i have nice rain gear and i didn't i didn't bring any of it you're coming to ohio PA is the same way. Always expect rain. Yeah, it's yeah, but that's I don't know. That that was cool that we had the time to balance, you know, the fun stuff, the goofing off, and then have some really productive, uh, you know, focused content that we were creating. And I, I always come out of these things thinking that I don't have enough content. But then I sit down at my computer and it's like, oh, wow, I have way more than what I can even use. Because the reality is most of our little promos end up on Instagram or whatever and they're 60 seconds long or less. And how many different shots, angles, and whatever can you get in 60 seconds? And it's not much. Well, there's such a difference between, you know, for years I've just worried about, about Instagram and Facebook a little bit. And now that I'm doing more YouTube, I've really had to shift my mindset on on what filming I get. Because with Instagram and stuff, I try to keep stuff even shorter than 30 seconds. Like if I yeah. hit that 10 to 20 seconds, then, then I'm pretty happy. Well, now I'm trying to get stuff for YouTube and I'm trying to tell a story. Right. So you know, it's a lot different trying to tell a story than it is just kind of catching their like eye. a paragraph. Yeah, you right. Know? So or a sentence, and that's actually yeah. the funny thing. I was just thinking, do you remember when Instagram videos were what fifteen seconds? Mm-hmm. That's so funny to me to think of. Yeah, now it's a minute. That's what you had was you had fifteen seconds to just you know it was almost like a vine, and you just had yeah. this little tiny window. But yeah, there's something. I remember how happy everybody that. was when it went to a minute. Yeah, and I think Instagram was laughing the whole way like all right we'll give you a minute but nobody's gonna watch a minute 
That's pretty much right. Yeah, you have to really catch people's attention. Now, I will say I've done videos that I think I, – I guess I'll put it this way. There's videos I, I've done that I know are a highly likelihood or higher likelihood than others that they're going to watch through it because it's interesting. But, yeah, it gets to the point of redundancy where if your videos even 60 seconds, people are like, oh, that's cool. Four seconds later, swipe up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or swipe down, whatever. Well, I, 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 all I know is – so I've posted – some like one and a half minute, two minute videos to IGTV, which the first minute shows up in your regular Instagram. Right. And you can see, um, you can see like how long people watch and stuff when you look at the, at the stats from it. And even on like a minute and a half, two minute video, it's like a 2% watch rate. <laughs> that yeah. watch watch through the whole thing um so yeah it's definitely balancing trying to figure out you know, and we've talked about this before and the area that i fall into it especially is youtube some of my videos get really long but at the same time i have tons of people saying i really like that your videos get really long because you go really into depth so it's like the balance of like you said are you telling a, a sentence a paragraph a story you know what are you doing yeah. and I don't know. I think as you cater to different people, you end up kind of figuring that out. But, you know, like with, with our new our new base, there's going to be a lot of different videos that are going to be 60 seconds. But then there's going to be some of us just throwing them on the ground that I'll make, like, look epic. Yeah, and it's going to be 15 seconds. Yeah, it'll be 15 seconds. And it'll just be like, boom, here this is. And then nothing else. And I'm really excited to drop those kinds of things because – we literally have videos of me dropping the product and yeah. us dropping the, well, not me, but I was throwing your product, throwing the product. It'll be funny. It's like, we're dropping this product. I should have done a spoof video about that. Should have. That would have been really funny. Dropped the ball on that. I definitely dropped the ball. On dropped that. the base on that. <sighs> okay, guys, we are going to have another mini Ohio range day another tomorrow. Range day tomorrow. <laughs> Everybody back. back to You're the all invited. That's a joke. It's not going to happen. Because it's Tuesday and this happened. This conversation happened a week ago. Yeah, but that's uh, weird. Th- th- there was one point I stepped back today, and just kind of watch, was watching everybody, and just thought, man, how cool is it that my job today requires me to go to the range with five of my buddies, and just get to hang out and shoot and. Um, I mean, even though it, it, even though it's work, which today it was, it was purely work. I mean, we had, a, we had an hour or two there where we just, where we were screwing yeah. around and shooting and stuff. But, but for the most part, I mean, the first, most of the day, like one of us was doing something and everybody else was, was sitting around. Um, so, it, so it, it was work. It's not like we, you know, we just screwed around all day, but, um, but it, it it's pretty cool that. That, that my work day consisted of that. And I'm really excited to see what Greg makes out of, out of all the junk that we threw at him today. <laughs> I will say I was having a real hard time. So it's so one of the videos that, that, that I wanted to get was just kind of an informational video of <clears throat> here's how this product works and here's the benefits of it and here and, and all that stuff. And, um, and some of the verbiage that I use is pretty similar to the Neomag. Uh, so there are a few times where I go to talk about 
about the strap and I start talking about, I start using the verbiage from, you know, from my lines that I have memorized for the Neomag, which I've been regurgitating for over four years now. So, you know, that stuff's firmly planted in my head. And, uh, so I just, I felt, <clears throat> well, Greg said he's going to make a, a, uh, like an outtake video, which there's way more outtake footage for him to pick from than good footage for him to pick from. But, uh, no, that's yeah, how it goes. I'm excited. I, I know how it is. And it's almost like how I put it for me is I get into like corny salesman mode. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's like, I just start the pitch with some of these videos and I, I listen back to them like, wow, why, <laughs> why, why did you do it like that? Of all the ways you could have said it, it, I just feel like the cardboard box, just like, this is the two-third ADAP and the base, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know, so I get it. But also, for anyone who's never sat in front of a camera, it's weird. Like, it's just weird to try to, you know, you can walk up to wherever you're shooting the shot and be totally prepared and thinking, I've got this, and I'm going to be nailing this down first time, and then you talk, and you just, like, you fall on your face, and it's like, Bleh. Yeah, you start mumbling. And, and then you say, <clears throat> Neomag, instead of your new product, or whatever. It, you know, it it doesn't doesn't matter what you're doing. But the beautiful thing about video, well, the part that I love so much about video is you get to tell the story, and in the outtakes, you end up kind of sculpting it to the yeah. way that you want it to be. Well, so, I mean, there's so many different ways to edit. Like, do you want it to be B-roll heavy? Do you want it to be you know first person heavy do you want it to be you know you, yeah. you, you go different routes with it and so uh, i i had to do that where i had in my mind okay this is going to be very very heavy on just me talking to the camera and then i watch it and i'm like nope i don't want that right i i, I need i need to put lots of b-roll over this so um kind of you almost have to you almost have to go into the day prepared for either way you film a bunch a lot of b-roll being prepared to need it uh, and take lots of takes. I probably did a dozen takes of me talking about the product. So I'm sure he'll use a sentence out of each of those 12 right, takes. That's, that's the cool part is you can pull com- as long as they're complete sentences, you know, yeah, and even then sometimes you can just kind of, you know, blend in questionable, but no, that's, that's how it goes. It, you, even the videos that I've planned out and scripted out really well, they went easier for sure. When I was, shooting them and talking through them but i still man i do multiple takes over and over and over and over again and i always have extra videos that are pretty much the same shot from whatever you know and i don't end up using them just because you know my my goal isn't just to fill up space i want it to be definitely viable info and stuff yeah but yeah i think the day was was good um, I, there were times when it was slower and, you know, we had for a while there, you were talking and doing your, doing your, uh, new product. And then I was out with Paul and some of the other guys doing setup. So those, those times get kind of slow, but other than that, I mean, once we started getting some guns out on the range, I think we had a pretty good time. And yeah, once it stopped raining. Things. Yeah. That helped a lot too. Yeah. And that's always, that's always a concern as we're running around now and, using professional camera gear the stuff that i use is technically waterproof <laughs> i the canon lenses and the bodies it still that makes I have, it uncomfortable 
Yeah, especially with what you spend on a professional setup, and then you know I had two cameras out there, and yeah, it I, it just makes you uneasy when it's pouring and you're just like, oh, that's my camera. No, yeah. I don't want to test. Well, because even if it's waterproof, you, once you start getting raindrops on your lens, yeah, it, your it makes shot's the, done. Yeah, it makes a shot bad. But you know, big shout out to Greg Hamilton because. He picked up my camera, which was super handy. Yeah. He grabbed my camera and did a lot of the shots. We got two angles on a bunch of different shots. And the cool part is then I'm not going to have to have him transfer videos to me. I can just put them on my computer because I have both memory cards. Yeah. So actually, that was cool. I actually brought one of my, one of my solid-state backup drives out there just in case. Because I asked Greg, I'm like, so, Greg, think you can have this stuff for me in less than a week? And he thought they could have something for me. But I was prepared for him to say nope and need to give me the video to edit. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be hitting it hard Monday. That's going to be my first thing is let's get this video. At least a teaser. A teaser and a, uh, a how-to setup. Well, I'm still waiting for my Ohio Range Day video edit from you. I know. You, you know, I've just been so bored lately. You did it I, for everybody else that you that you seem to love more than me. Yeah. Well, you know, I respond well to jealousy, so <laughs> you just have to be more jealous, and I'll get it done. <laughs> but no, for real, it's you know, video editing and photo editing is one of my passions. But at the same time, I only get to do it. It probably, takes so much time. I only probably get. I probably spend ten percent of my week on stuff, even in that realm, and it may not even be editing that week. It might be. Okay, I got to the range and I shot some videos or here's some photos, but I don't even touch them for a week because it's so volatile when you come in. You just don't know what each day is going to bring. Um, so it's when I look at some of the edits that you do, and I'm like, that looks like that took a while to do. Like if you look at my edits, it's pretty cut and dried. Which I'm using a, I'm using a free, I use iMovie. Yeah, well, so, there's nothing wrong with that. No, it does a great job, but it just doesn't do anything crazy. You know, like you've got all these crazy transitions and i've been playing with them a lot shaking stuff you know shaking videos and all this trying to, <laughs> i try so it there's times i use them heavy and it's because i'm just trying to learn and it's a phase of me you know trying to explore different styles of video honestly i prefer the cleaner video where it's just simple split transitions you know going from one one angle to another and just boom boom and it's not faded it's not flickering but there is a time and place for some pretty epic B-roll yeah, for sure. and and throwing that stuff together. And I, I think it can make a video pretty exciting. And in other words, I will be using that on some of these different arachnid videos that we're working on. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to dig into it and see what's going on. But ironically, some of the videos I did for the, the guys at ORD took me 20 minutes. Yeah. And it just looks... Which is cool. It's kind of a pat on my back because people message me like, oh, it looks so cool. It must have taken you all day. And I'm like, oh, I did four of them in one day, <laughs> you know. And it's cool because I've learned so much more. And it's kind of like anything. Once you learn the skill set, your execution of it yeah. becomes quicker. Well, I mean, I can, yeah. Like, the way that I edit things, I, I could put together a, a video. I, I did a video with... with uh, with stuff we recorded with Pat McNamara when we were there with the with the new product and I put that thing together 
like the meat of it in a few minutes. And from there, it's it's me thinking about okay, you know, you know, what can I cut out? Is there any fat I can cut out? Is there any kind of cool transitions I should think about putting in there? Messing with color, you know, you're kind of fine tweaking stuff, and yeah. ends up being five minutes of editing, twenty five minutes of screwing around with stuff only to really pretty much use what I did after the five minutes. Yeah, that's pretty much how my edit sessions go. And I've been there too. I've I've been lately the first. This is actually the first times I've ever had this happen, where I've started a video and scrapped the entire thing. And I didn't ever normally get to that point. Normally, I had enough of a... I'd find the song, and then I'd be able to think, okay, this is how this is going to go. I, I can visualize. But lately, man, I've had a couple of videos where I just threw them out. I just was thinking to myself, I don't even feel it. I if I don't have any passion there, and I'm not driven to do it, then I'm not going to do it. Because it just ends up not feeling the same. Yeah. I hear you. Right. So... We've had some kind of recent uh, news, I guess, in the industry, which it, this isn't new news, um, but Agency Arms, their their Instagram got shut down, um, just out of the blue. This is probably almost a week ago now, actually. Yeah, I only saw it probably two days ago. Yeah, shows you how it, fast I am with the it whole It might not have been thing. a full seven days, but I want to, I want to say, I don't know, it was something like a week ago, maybe. Um, but their Instagram got shut down without notice, out without explanation or anything, just done. They had over 300,000 followers on that account. Um, and we've talked about agency arms on here before. If, if, if you listen to this podcast and, um, and you're not necessarily a, a gun person, I know there's, there's some of you out there, then you know, this probably doesn't. Uh, you know, hearing about agency arms doesn't mean a whole lot to you, but they're a big name in our industry. Uh, I would venture to say a, most people know about them. I mean, they're probably pretty close to a to a household name. Um, I mean, they aren't Remington, they aren't uh, Smith and Wesson, but as far as like kind of boutique uh, stuff goes, they're 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 probably the biggest. So their Instagram just gets it's shut down out of the blue. Uh, I also saw there's another account called the well-armed woman and I don't know a ton about them. I've heard of them before, but I don't know how big they were or they are. I don't know how big their account is or anything that that was shut down. Um, I think Rick told me Rick thought that, that they're a pretty good size organization and that they even work like work with the NRA or something like that. Um, and their whole thing is just education. Like, they're not... I mean, Agency Arms, all they post are, like, their own pictures and reposts of people's photos with their guns and stuff, really. Um, they aren't posting anything political. They aren't posting anything, um, you know, dangerous or, any, or, any, or anything like that. It's just, I mean, it's about the same stuff that I post, really. <clears throat> and uh, and the well-armed woman, their main thing is just educating women on protecting themselves. You know, not to be, you know, if you if this is this is the route you want to go, we want to help you learn how to protect yourself and not be a victim. So the fact that that they both got shut down 
has a lot of people, and rightfully so, worried about the future of, of social media. And, and again, this isn't new news. That These aren't the first companies that have just been blindly shut down on, on Instagram before. Uh, it's pretty common. Most of the time, from what I've read, those uh, most of those accounts have have been reinstated. Uh, Agency Arms has not. They, they they did come up with another account, uh, Agency Arms official. So if you're on Instagram, go follow their new account, and and, and you know, let's try to get them back up and running. Um, but there's a lot of people that you know have their tinfoil hats on and say we're being targeted by the anti-gun liberal uh, social media, you know, cause Instagram's owned by Facebook and Facebook's pretty outspoken against anything, uh, gun related. And from my personal experience with them, I, I I've had ads that were just out of the blue shut down. I didn't add that had been going for years on Facebook. And one day I get an email, you know, it, th- this, this ad is violating our terms and conditions and it's removed. And then I try to fight it and I just get ignored basically. Uh, I eventually, it took me like a year to get it back up, but I ended up finding a route to, to go about how to get a hold of them and got it put back up and it's not performing how it, how it did back then. But, um, but it's, it is, and this is kind of the route that I thought that we could kind of talk from is, um, our social media is the lifeblood of our business. Yeah. And, and how people, you know, how we get word out about products. Like we're both getting ready to launch a new product. And I'm thinking, I'm like, all of my energy and attention is going towards making social media posts for my new product. And that's going to turn into sales. And that sales is how I feed my family and Dusty feeds his and and I pay my employees and, and all that stuff. You know, so... Um, my thought this morning when I was thinking about it is I'm like, all right, what would I do if next, you know, between now and next Friday, my social media gets shut down and I'm ready to launch a new product. How am I going to get that out? And so I, I, I start, yeah. I start playing through all these what ifs yeah. of like, that's scary. Yeah. You know, I like, think about that. Just anybody listening right now, we're about to release that product. We're putting thousands of hours probably on the, I know I've got thousands of hours into that thousands of dollars invested thousands of dollars you've got multiple people relying on you um your team relying on you and say we're releasing this podcast on tuesday we're releasing new products on friday but wednesday both ta targets and neomag gone what would i don't even know (laughs) right now like right this second what would i do i had one i had one thought which was what am i going to do with all my time yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be very bored. No, but my my first thought is I'm gonna be sending them out hard and heavy to all my influencers again. Right, and that's where I'm. And I was I'm, thinking about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm I've... thankful that we have such a vast influencer network because I think we could get a release going, and I think it would have an impact, but it certainly would not have an impact like it would have if our normal account was up and running. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, that's scary. It's something that I told the person at Facebook that I talked to about, about the ad. I'm like, listen, you're, you're taking money out of my family's bank account. 
you're you're taking you're potentially taking food off of my kids' plates, and you know, I, 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 they don't realize or they just don't care uh, that that there are, that this this directly affects people's lives. Um, and like this is where I go back and forth because because the conversation a lot of times turns into well, you're you're using someone else's service and they have the right to do whatever they want to do. And, and, and while I, I agree with that, um, you know, Facebook and Instagram and social media at this point in time has turned into, um, a major influence in culture and advertising and business. And I mean, there, it's just, it, it's huge. And it, this isn't just something that we just randomly post stuff to for the fun of it. This is, this is what we, this is our job. I mean, we spent the, we spent the day on the range today. We spent money on the range today and for videos to get done and stuff like, uh, what all with the f- complete intent that this stuff's going to go on social media because that's how we're going to get word out about our product. And so, um, I did, what do you think, Jared? Do you think do you think Facebook, Instagram is deliberately targeting and removing like those accounts? My gut would say at some level, because the people behind the companies are vocally supportive of very anti gun politicians, I would say there's probably an aspect of that. The the thing I struggle with is I don't want other people to tell me how to run my business. And if I want to make foolish decisions, then ultimately that's on me. Now, I don't own a monopoly right. of an industry. And that's where you start to get into that that whole, you know, it stops being black and white. It starts becoming gray yep. where, okay, yeah, they do have the right to run their business as they see fit. So if they are banning pages based on just simply content, which is also not illegal, it's not immoral, unethical, whatever. Um, do they have the right to do that because of the fact that they monopolize the game? And yes, there's other platforms that exist, but they're small. But there's not. I mean, you there can really say there isn't. is, but there isn't. They come and they go within a year. People try to start stuff up, but to, to compete with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Google in general, um, any of any of the behemoths, you can't. You, you really as a small startup, whatever it is, um, social media platform, it, I shouldn't say can't because there's going to be other things. They're just, we know that that is the progression. It always has happened. Think of all the different social media we used back, even as we were in middle school and high school and how much it changed from then to now. So I'm not saying there won't be something else, but as of right now, it's, it's not looking different. like there's even anything. It's not going to be anytime soon that there's going to be something that's going to take over Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't foresee it. I, and I don't have all the answers. I, I don't know. I, I know how involved in politics the people behind these massive companies are, and I mean, great for them if they're trying to influence their sphere and use their business to do that. But it kind of sucks at the same time because like you said, it directly affects everything we're doing. And I've seen enough gun pages get turned off to say that I would venture to say 
there's some of it going on. And a good example is like I I don't just do I don't just follow gun pages. I follow a lot of Jeep pages. And the engagement that those Jeep pages get is insane. These these people have 2000 followers. That's it. And they'll be getting 1500 likes a post. They're getting almost 100% engagement on their photos and it's consistent. And then so I started looking into um, the like the more overlanding kind of stuff, which is different than the, just the Jeep pages. It's usually guys with Tacomas and, you know. It's more broad. Right. It's a very broad spectrum. I mean, these, are, these aren't just gun people. I think people think Toyotas and overlanding, like, oh, they must be tactical. But there's mountain climbers and, like, yeah, almost not. hippie people that are all into this stuff. And, again, I noticed their pages are blowing up and they are – they're able to s- seemingly get a higher level of um, engagement. But then I hear people talking and they're like, oh, Instagram in general just stinks and it's all down. And I, that's been my experience. But I, So whether or not it's pinpointed on just simply the fact that we have guns, I don't know. I, that's tough. I don't know. What do you think? I've got my two cents in this. Uh, I... I think in uh, generally speaking, gun related stuff is reaching a taboo stage in our country. So uh, it's a pretty hot button topic for for some people. So the stuff that we post, it's not like we're posting Jeep stuff. It's not like we're posting cooking stuff. We're posting stuff that there are some very strong opinions on and not just in the country but around the world and so and and our instagram our social media isn't just u.s uh it's not just being seen by by people in the u.s it's being seen by people around the world and so it's it's more likely that our posts are going to get people complaining and people um uh you know hitting the report button and stuff on our posts so we're we're more likely to to have our accounts and our posts flagged. I think that I mean there are millions of people on Instagram and Facebook. There's not somebody sitting in an office at Instagram one by one scrolling through accounts and saying, "Oh, it's time for me to, t-, you know, I don't like this, so I'm I'm going to take this down." I think there <clears throat> which <clears throat> excuse me there are, from my experience, like with my ads that were taken down, I I, I found out that it's it, it was it was from people who didn't like it because, oh God forbid, it had like a magazine in it, a gun magazine in it, a clipazine. Uh, I, I didn't even have a, I didn't have a gun in it. It's but a clipazine. It was, just, it was a clipazine. One clipazine um, is all it takes, and you'll get banned. But it there was enough complaints about it um, and reports that that their their program just just takes it down because they assume this account must be posting stuff that's that's against our uh, uh what do you call it their uh policy yeah their, their policy so do i think agency arms well armed woman was taken down by some anti-gun person in an office at instagram i don't think so i think there was enough complaints and like an abuse complaint stuff like that uh red flags if you will uh raised up 
that that those are taken down because and here's my rationing my rationale behind that as well there are so many other accounts that are even bigger than those accounts that are very outspoken against uh you know against the government and and pro right pro gun and and anti uh just you know you know, you know they're very outspoken like against the government and stuff and those accounts are still up and going strong now can they get taken down of course but uh to me if instagram and facebook wants to silence the second amendment and silence those of us in this community there's a lot better routes to go than than an account that that, that reposts gun pictures and an account that educates women on 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 firearms so that you know there's a little bit of experience in there from what i've experienced through uh, through ads being taken down and what i've found out kind of about their algorithm oh algorithm here's another thing i want to talk about uh that, that that also goes with this i've seen a couple other posts go up today about how we're being shadow banned. They're they're silencing us. Our, our so funny the words we come up with. Our, shadow uh, banned. The algorithm. Yeah, the like algor- the almighty algorithm. Yeah, the and and they're like Instagram is obviously targeting us because uh, because what we post isn't being being seen and liked and stuff like that. Well, my account has been growing really consistently and really well. It wasn't for a period, and what I did is when it wasn't growing and it wasn't doing well, I changed what I was doing. I went back and I looked at, you know, you know what have I been posting and how I've been doing it. Um, I actually talked about it on, on the podcast. I was using the Later app, and it was automatically posting for me and stuff. Uh, and what I noticed I was doing is I was at the exact, basically at the exact same time every day, like at noon and nine or something, I was setting up posts and I, I don't know this it was necessarily the actual later app but i think it might have been how i was using it um like my engagement was 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 almost nothing i was i was wasn't really getting any any new followers and uh so i completely changed i stopped using that i started just posting randomly sometimes i post once a day sometimes i post three and i feel like i've made more of a point to post better content and to me the whole thing is better content uh i go back and i look at some of those accounts that you know that are complaining about instagram silencing them and i go back and look at their posts and i'm like well no wonder the engagement isn't great like yeah i like nothing you've posted makes me want to like and comment on it and so my biggest thing is post good content even if it's one post a week you're better than than posting three crappy posts a day. So that's that's how I feel about it. You know, am I wrong? Maybe. Uh, you know, you know, could I? You know, or could that change in the future? Yeah. But I I still don't. I fully believe that Instagram and Facebook does not like what what we post and right. program stuff. I, I have no doubts about that. You know, you know, like you said, they, they endorse anti-gun politicians. They don't, they give money to 
anti-gun politicians. Oh, yeah. Uh, I fully believe that. But I also think that if they were really after us, that they have more more worthwhile ways to uh, to do it. So, well, I think it speaks volumes to not putting your eggs in one basket, and that's something you and I are constantly working through and and trying to game plan and figure out what the next step is. And these conversations have come up with us in the shop and our meetings, and. We talked about it before, but it, just for whatever reason, this was even before I heard about agency. We've just been really hammering home, like, what do we do if social media didn't exist? Because there's a whole other way to market your, your company. There's tons of different ways. Well, there were businesses that existed before right. us and before social media. So Now there's... <clears throat> I, I think... If in the next couple of years social media becomes volatile to the point where it it's not making sense as a gun industry company to utilize it, I'm hopeful that the steps we're about to be taking at TA Targets positions us in a place that we are driving sales from other avenues so that we don't take a total, complete blow to the bottom line. But it... I don't know. It's the reality you face, no yeah. matter what. I don't. I don't care what industry you're in. There's always something. That, it's that black swan event. You know what I mean? The thing that could have happened. Sure. Will it happen? You don't know. And you could lose sleep over it by obsessing about it and over it. But you also shouldn't ignore it. You know. I, I think it would be just as equally dangerous to say, you know what? That'll never. They'll never shut down gun pages. Because they very well might. You know, you might find 300 pages in a week gone. And if it gets to that point, well, that's a major problem for us. Yeah. So it's it's time to, in my mind, really, really analyze what we're doing and make sure we're positioning ourselves well. Well, and, you know, what I did when the Facebook ad was taken down, which was doing really good for us that, you know, uh, when that was taken down, I was like, all right, I got to regroup, figure out where else I can I can start advertising, which, you know, kind of thankfully when that ad came down, that freed up some money. So I was like, all right, where can I put this money that's going to be good advertising? And so I did. Um, but, but again, I put that money in a kind of different route of, ad, of, of social media. I went into, into a, a podcast and went into... Um, uh, uh, another oh, well the gun collective like into um, John does like a he has like YouTube Facebook uh, videos and and stuff I advertise with them so um, but you know yeah if, if social media becomes just not an option then I started thinking through I'm like alright well, what would I do and I, 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 you know, I, I just made the comment about how, you know, there were businesses that existed before us and before social media, but there, I don't think there were businesses like, at least like mine then. I don't, I don't think it was, I don't think it was possible necessarily to become like a small business like this. Well, uh, it, 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 it was a different, there were, you know, they, 
they were selling. It's, so here's here, here's one of the routes that I think I need to um, start looking into more 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 seriously, which is going into distribution. Uh, not necessarily being mostly uh, web sales, but see if I can get into into more shops. Which you know, if you ask if you ask a lot of shop owners, they say that the internet is is killing their shops, and so the internet's the future. Well, the internet may may not be the future for you know for us uh, in the long haul. Who knows? Because we may get. It's gonna. It if it becomes impossible for us to advertise on social media, online, then it's gonna be hard for us to have an online company. So, uh, yeah, the future's a. It's a. You know, we don't know where it's gonna go, and part of me thinks, oh, I'll, you know, I'll deal with it when that time comes. But then the other side of me says, well, no, I need to be prepared for when the time comes, and not just, and not just react when the time comes. So, yeah, because if you had four avenues that you're selling products and say 25% of all of your sales fell into each one of those four categories and social media was one of them and you lost that 25% but you had 75% of your you know eggs in that other those other baskets you'd probably be able to walk through that i mean yeah it would it would hurt it would hurt the business cuz you've cuz you've grown to meet that you know that 100% you would have to make some cuts and it would, it would suck for your business. But like you said, you still have that 75%. Whereas, you know, right, right now, pretty much all of our eggs are in that, are in the social media and, and Google and stuff. So, um, to lose that would be, it, it, it would hurt, but we would have to adjust. So it's, uh, it's interesting time and, and, I guess I wish that there were more answers for us, and I wish that that Facebook and Instagram would would tell us would you know that that they would answer agency arms and and tell them here's what it is and here's what you need to do rather than just right. be completely silent and we have no we have nothing left to do but speculate. So I can't blame the people that think that. That, that, that they're out to get us and silence us and all this stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I can't blame them for it. And who knows? Maybe they're sitting back there and they see the messages and they see the turmoil and stuff and they're laughing. <laughs> you know, they could be. They, yeah. I don't know. But I, I look at it similar. So I think of, you know, the, I think of like in the early 1900s or whenever TVs, probably mid to late 1900s, you know, the corny ads, you know, black and white, mm-hmm. you know, car commercials or whatever so i mean there was a time when people were being creative like there's a time in our history where the novel creations just exploded and there are companies that thrived and grew through that and they used different methods of attack and i don't know if those methods are still viable i don't some of them are definitely not you know definitely not as good as leveraging social media but I just I think it's important at this point and again it's something that we are have been really discussing lately is what are we going to do to branch out and what other things are we going to do to market. Yeah. And I just really think at this point it's pivotal and I also think for the people that are doing businesses in the gun industry that are starting out or 
maybe have four or five years like we do under their belts. I really think now's the time to really kick it up. You know, I just, for me, and I'm, I'm answering that question for me. I'm not saying you have to, but I look at it like I get this opportunity and right now it works. And if I put more effort into my business on social media and I put out better content and I refocus like I used to be, I know I can blow our count up. Everybody else around us is like, well, the engagement sucks. And I'm like, get creative. Give people something to engage with. Right. Like the I, I brought up a million times, like that tactical lever gun that I shot. There was a very specific reason why that came out for a window of time. And I posted it heavy. And I was getting 40,000 views on a video. We were, TA targets blew up from that. And does it make sense? It doesn't have to like make logical sense. Why would people engage with the lever gun? But the fact of the matter is they did and it's going to come out again. And just getting creative and then being the kind of person that you would want to follow in my mind and making sure that I'm doing those things. And admittedly, I've left a lot of that drop off because of the fact that I just, I'm overwhelmed in the week. Um, So we're working through that. And I think it's just a constant evolution, but making sure that we're not falling back and not evolving along, you know, as we go. Yeah, I just think, I, I, I think if you want engagement, you got to, you got to think it is what I'm posting engaging. Right. Um, and maybe what you think is engaging, maybe it isn't. Uh, you know, I, I I really think how the algorithm works with Instagram is it's going to show people stuff that is being engaged in because the algorithm is going to think this post must be interesting. So I'm going to show people this post. And I think when the times that I see when, when we grow the most, when our social media is doing the best is when I seem to hit something on the, head once or twice you know with a couple posts and the engagement is super good well all my following posts for a short time do really good but they might taper off if i haven't posted something else that really gets a lot of engagement yeah I've so noticed that as well so you're kind of playing this like you're you're kind of riding these waves um and if you don't post something that gets a lot of engagement then you're they might just keep keep tapering down until it seems like you're not getting any engagement at all. I and mean, I look at, at at our last post. I I posted something. I think on Monday. It was just it was a stupid video. There's this guy welding a handrail down, and the guy like sticks his head through these rails so and tack welds this this bar, only to find out that his head gets stuck between. Between the two bars, I think it was completely staged, uh, but it was pretty hilarious. And the guy did something really stupid, and it was funny. And so, I think I posted something on Monday and said, you know, you know, hey, it's Monday, do something awesome, don't do something stupid like this guy, or right. something like that. Yeah. But that post has like, I don't know, thirty, forty thousand uh, views on it now. I mean, just something crazy. Yeah. Now, when I look at the other info on that, I got like almost no. I actually got quite a few profile clicks 
and maybe like three website clicks. So it's not necessarily driving traffic to, to turn into sales to me, but what it is doing is it's driving up the engagement. And then I look at my next few posts. Now you have to be smart about what you post after something like that. Cause if you post something really stupid and boring after that. Yeah. It'll tank. It'll, it'll, it'll crash. But if you post something good after that, like even if it's the next day or something, it's going to be better than posting, you know, something that, that's just going to kill it. So, you know, when you have mom- you have to create momentum, and when you get that momentum, you got to do something to something to keep it. As yeah. soon as I get lazy and I just start just doing reposts and stuff, that's that's when I see the the, the engagement fall off. So it's a game. I, social media is one hundred percent a game that you have to play and be willing to change and adapt and be creative and spend hours studying your own posts to try to figure out what the patterns are. But then to read people, you know, that's half the fun is reading. What are they going to react to? What are they going to respond with? What are they going to um, connect with? I don't know. I know we're getting down a rabbit hole of what we've already talked about about before, but... There's a couple of buddies of mine. Well, I mean, I'll, sometimes I'll send th- send something to my buddy to Dusty. Yeah, I, got, I have a couple other buddies. I just did this the other day. Um, I'll, I'll send it to them. Hey, do you think this is funny? You know, or I'll send them like two different memes or something and be like, Hey, which one do you think I should post? Or either of these. Uh, you know, you know. Sometimes I'll kind of sample crowdsource just to a couple people to, uh, to see if it's see if it really is funny or. Or, uh, or or post worthy or something. So, um, you know, doing stuff like that, uh, I, I, I I seen this help me because there's there's been things where I was like, this is stupid. I show it yeah. to them and they're like, oh no, that's hilarious. You need to post that or something. And it ends up doing really well. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah. yeah it, I, it, but I definitely think it's just you know this is something that that we definitely need to. I think you guys already are. You, know, you guys are talking about hiring uh, some some salespeople and stuff, and I think I, th- I think that's smart. Um, I mean, I I think I've said this before. I'm since year one, I've been asking myself, okay, where else should I be advertising to? Because one, this outlet that I'm going to, I may it may either get cut off from me, or I may just saturate it. So where else should I be going to? Yeah, and um. But, but, but usually that whole thought process went to okay. Where's the next online place that I should be going to? Yeah. You know, not you know, you know, do I go to print? Do I go to distribution? You know, you know, those are bigger things. Yeah, and I I don't know. I that's the cool part about this podcast is we're going to be telling that story as it unfolds. Um, I, I the unfortunate side of it is it doesn't always offer answers, you know, for everybody listening. And that's not necessarily the point of, of this. This is to bring you on the journey of what we are doing with our businesses. So you see the inside, you know, and for some of you that own businesses in the gun industry, it'll help, you know, that you're not alone. You know, you're, you're going through the same stuff we are and having the same thoughts and fears. And and if you are, if you're listening to this and you are in our industry and you're experiencing some of these same things, let us know. If, or if you're seeing successes. Yeah, if you're seeing, you th- like, if if you feel like we're dead wrong or something we said that's dead wrong, or or you try something that, that maybe I said and it, it worked for you, please let us know, because we'd love to hear 
you know, it's not just us or it isn't or it is just us. Yeah. No, that's, that's at the, at the end of the day, that's where we're at. It's just, now we're trying to help people see the journey and then hopefully the information that we're sharing either offers some comfort in the fact that, you know, we're all doing the same thing. Uh, but hopefully I, I would hope that people learn some things and learn more about us at least yeah. as we're going. Well, I think we should wrap it up for the night. Yeah. This is a good night in the shop, good day at the range. Lots of cool things happen. I need a shower and go to bed. I like the bed part. It sounds great. Uh, you might want to shower too. Yeah. I'm sitting next to you. A little lead. If you can't smell yourself. Yeah. I can smell you. That's what happens when you're a man of my <laughs> stature on the range. Well, I'm looking at your back and you've got like debris on your back from crawling underneath your Jeep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. And I was laying on the, on the range taking those nice low angle shots. Oh yeah. You know, I was doing all of it. You got to get low, low, low. Cool. Well, guys, you know where to find us on <laughs> social media. Yep. Forging the journey. TA targets. The Neo Mag. Give it a. Give us a follow. Give us a like on our most recent posts. Drop us a comment if you like what you hear and what you see. And until next time, guys. Oh. And please leave a review. Yeah, leave a review on iTunes. We haven't talked about that. In a while. Everything. That, that that is the biggest biggest deal. As far as us like getting seen, ranked up there, getting yeah. ranked and getting seen is we need reviews. If we don't get reviews, then we don't go anywhere. It just continues just to be us talking to each other, which I like. Which is fine, but I would like to talk to us and more people. So Life's leave a review. More fun with friends, and just pretend you're getting a Christmas gift or something from us. But you're what you're getting is invaluable information from our game as we forge it. You're, you're you're giving us the gift. You're giving oh, us the use. gift of the journey to forge. Did that go full circle? Uh, <laughs> Shut the mic down. You lost me. End it. We're done. All right, we're out of here. See you guys next time. Bye.